More to the Game podcast back again. Another episode coming to you on this Sunday. If you don't know, I'm a Los Angeles Lakers fan. Kobe Bryant was my favorite player growing up. I've been a Lakers fan since around 2004, I want to say. The last championship for the Lakers was in 2020 during COVID, during the pandemic, uh, in the bubble in Orlando. And if you've ever been on social media, you know that everyone loved to say that that ring wasn't real, it didn't count, a Mickey ring, bubble chips don't count, whatever you want to say about it. And it's not just because I'm a Lakers fan, but I disagree with that. And I'm going to tell you why in today's podcast. If you're an NBA fan, you know that a lot of times, whoever wins the championship may not be the best team, but the most healthy team. You look back in 2015, Kyrie and Kevin Love got hurt for the Cavs, the Warriors win. 2016, Draymond gets suspended, Bogan and Iguodala get hurt, Cavs win. 2017, Warriors, you know, they coast through. 2018, similar things, but um, on the way, I want to say that's the year Chris Paul got hurt in the conference finals when the Rockets, the Warriors, and they had a game seven that they could have easily beat the Warriors in. Even though I still feel like the Warriors would have won that series. But yeah, health determined, you know, that year as well. Obviously, throughout the 19, you had Klay Thompson and KD get hurt along with Iguodala on one leg, and just the Warriors were decimated with injuries. And then you get to 2020. You have a season that stops because of COVID and the pandemic, and everyone goes home, everyone's in the house chilling. You know, we go all going through the same thing at the same time. The world stops. And as an athlete, that is the time where your body can heal and rest and get back to 100% because you're never really 100% during the season at a certain point. No one is. You got some type of nick and nag, something going on. And the bubble started, I want to say, months later. Uh, I want to say the bubble was in July or August. I'm not really sure. But it was in the summer. Everyone had like two or three months, whatever it was, off. And everyone came back healthy, rested. They had time to get in shape with a training camp or practices or whatever they had to do. Everyone was 100%. And they had like, I think, nine or 10 games to play. And then they did the playoffs. And that was the most rested and healthy playoffs you will have ever seen. No lingering injuries for the most part, like unless it was a long-term injury where someone might've had months and months they needed from recovering surgery or whatever. But for the most part, Everyone was rested and healthy and ready to go for the playoffs. That is the only year that the playoffs was ever like that because of those specific circumstances. To go along with that, everyone was in the bubble and there was no home court advantage. You look at this past year's finals, Draymond Green talked about how hard it was to play in the garden, which also makes it easier for those Celtics. You know, they have that home court advantage, that Rockets crowd going at you, saying whatever getting live, getting, getting turned up, whatever, they get their team going. So, you know, as series go along, you predict that the home team will win the majority of the games. And that's because of home court advantage. But in the bubble, everyone had the same disadvantage of not having a home court crowd. There was no Boston Celtics fans in TD Bank Garden. There was no Stable Center. There was no Oracle Arena. There was none of that. Everyone was playing on that same court or same facility or whatever with different courts. And all they had there was their family and their spectators from the league, like the media people or whatever, um, the commissioner, owners, whatever, you know, NBA personnel only. 
So there was no home court advantage. Whoever was going to win that game was going to have to just win that game with no help from their crowd. And I know people want to say that that makes it easier to play. You don't have to play with a crowd or against a crowd. But that brings me to the point that I'm trying to make here. Just because it wasn't the same things in your way, the obstacles, like the crowd, the home court advantage, whatever, that doesn't mean that it made it easier because your opponent had those same advantages or disadvantages as you. The bubble chip was the most balanced. It was the most balanced. Not saying that it was the hardest or easiest environment to play in, but there was no advantages. It was the most balanced playoff setting you will ever find in NBA history. Which brings me to the point about the pandemic and depression. I know Pat Beverly uh, was talking about it, like people were in there depressed. I know Paul George said he was going through depression. The Clippers, you know, they had that epic meltdown where they lost a 3-1 lead when they were supposed to play the Lakers in the conference finals and then lose to the Nuggets. I'm not saying it's an excuse because the pandemic is and was real. A lot of people were depressed. It was very hard times being in quarantine. And it's tough. However, Everyone in that bubble had those same circumstances. Everyone in that bubble was trying to battle depression, being away from their home and family, being away from regular life. Paul George and Patrick Beverly were not the only ones dealing with that. The Lakers, they dealt with the same thing that the Clippers dealt with, same thing the Nuggets dealt with, same thing the Heat dealt with, same thing all those teams dealt with. Everyone had to deal with that. You wanna say people weren't motivated, they were depressed, they were just trying to go home. Well, if you really want a championship, you really love basketball, and you really want to like get that ring, all that means is the people that really wanted a championship were there to play for, and they weren't going to let anything get in their way. People love to talk about Michael Jordan's grit, his determination to win, same thing with Kobe. Like Nothing was going to stop them from getting a championship or getting whatever goals they were trying to reach. I remember when Kobe went through his thing with his uh, infidelity, with his wife, he almost got divorced, lost his family. He talked about that in detail on one of his documentaries. I forgot which one it was. If you really want it, you were gonna get it that year because there was no advantages. Everyone was depressed. It was a pandemic. You was away from all your familiar settings. Like, if you really loved the game, you really loved basketball, and you really wanted that ring, you was going out there to get it. And that's what I think I saw in those playoffs. We saw guys with that dog mentality, like a Jimmy Butler, LeBron, really go for it and try to get it. And they weren't letting anything get in their way from getting a championship. Players that might not have been as mentally strong or as dedicated or had other priorities besides basketball that came before basketball, they may have suffered. And that's fine. Like basketball or sports or whatever your job is, that's, that's not everything in life. And that's cool. But for the purposes of this conversation, we're talking about the NBA, we're talking about basketball, we're talking about competing. And those people that want to compete and win the championship, they were in that bubble and they were letting nothing stop them. Everyone had the same circumstances. Everyone was dealing with the same advantages and disadvantages. And we got a true champion that year. There were no injury excuses. There was nothing. It was a completely balanced field. And the cream of the crop rose to the top. LA Lakers captured their 17th championship. And in my opinion, that was the hardest championship. Not because of the obstacles, but the fact that the field was so balanced. There were no advantages or disadvantages. Everything was completely balanced. And that means the best team 
for sure won that season. No excuses. Hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I enjoyed bringing it to you. Please, please like the video. That does wonders for the channel. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed. Do what you can to support. And we'll be back next week for more content. If you're a trainer looking to take your business to the next level, Jumble's got you covered. Scheduling, streamlined bookings, and payments make it easier than ever for you to focus on the important things. The team at Jumble created a platform that connects its users to athletic facilities, training, and events. So if you're looking for a better way to run your business and engage your community, tap in. You can find us at jimble.us. That's G-Y-M-B-L-E dot U-S or on Instagram at Jimble app.